0: Bring Your Own is a nomadic storytelling series that takes place in unconventional spaces within the New Orleans community. Each month, eight storytellers have seven minutes to respond to a theme. BYO airs on all things New Orleans and is a bi-weekly podcast on WWNO. This story was told on January 21st, 2016 at the Old Iron Works in New Orleans and later produced by Natalie Yar. The theme of the evening was pizza in partnership with the beloved local restaurant Pizza Delicious. And here, Tina Antolini, the host and producer of the podcast Gravy, told of the search she went on to find her own baddie family history.
1: When I was a little kid, my dad would take my sister and I to the same pizza place over and over again. It was called Ramona's Pizza, and it was the kind of place where the guys in the back were throwing the dough up in the air and catching it, and they would give the kids little pieces of dough to attempt to do that, and usually we would end up throwing them at each other. But while we were waiting for our pizza, my dad would tell what he called boring stories. And these were stories that my sister and I would beg him to tell. There were stories of his childhood in New York City when he was little, and stories of going to visit his grandparents in Italy. And there was one story that we begged him to tell the most. It's the most beloved story. And it was a story of him going to this little seaside town on the Adriatic coast called Riccione. When he was 10 years old it was his first time in italy and he went to the villa that was owned by his grandparents and he was the youngest kid that was visiting the villa at this point so they served him his dinner first and then were going to eat the adults were going to eat afterwards so after he would finished his dinner and he was about to go upstairs to bed they told him under no conditions should he open the windows which were tall like door-sized floor-to-ceiling windows under no condition should he open those windows with the lights on. So my dad, being a ten-year-old boy, went upstairs, opened the windows, and turned the lights on. And immediately, the room was filled with giant black bats. <laughs> like swarms of bats. And he runs downstairs yelling about the bats, and immediately all of the adults jump up from the dining room table, run to a closet under the stairs, pick up brooms and little rubber hats, which they put on, and march upstairs as if they'd been preparing for this their whole entire lives. They get upstairs to the room, they turn the lights out, and begin whacking the bats with the brooms and throwing them out the windows the giant windows, which face onto the beach. So they're basically throwing the bats out to the windows onto the beach. We loved this story. We begged him to tell it over and over again. And I was never entirely sure, because my dad is my dad, whether this was an exaggeration or something that actually had happened. So many years go by, I'm in my early 20s, and I'm bumming around Europe until my money runs out. And I'm in Italy, Towards the end of my trip, the money was almost gone at this point, and I decide I'm going to go to Riccione and try to find any remnants of my family there that I can find. And um, my great-grandparents had sold the villa before I was born. My dad hadn't been there since he was a teenager. There was very little to go on, other than this story that I remembered so well from having had it repeated to me many, many times at the pizza restaurant throughout my childhood. So I get off the train, and I go to the tourist's office, figuring what the hell, it's sort of a shot in the dark, but I'll describe to them this place, and like, I don't know, who, who knows? I get there, and the tourist's office basically, they don't speak much English, my Italian is very poor, but I manage to like pantomime to them that my family used to live here, I'm looking for this house, and they say, oh, we have this brochure. So they pull out this brochure, and unfortunately, the only copies that are left are in German, which neither of us speak. But it's full of pictures. (laughs) So we start flipping through and there are lots of beautiful houses in this town, and I don't know what I'm looking for at this point, like some house with big windows? But we're flipping through, flipping through, and we get to the end of the book, and there is Viglione Antolini. Like even in German, I recognize my own name and I say, oh my god, and they recognize that as an exclamation of like amazement, and we're both excited. And there is actually an address for this house in the brochure. So we get the address, we go down the street, we find the house, and it is all boarded up. It's the late spring, and this is like a summer seaside town, so it's not entirely surprising that it's all boarded up. But I'm kind of bummed because like, oh, I'd found the house that had my name on it. And like, I was gonna go in and meet these people. And like, I had this sort of vision of this romantic Italian Hollywood thing happening. But just as I'm about to like give up entirely, I noticed that there's this little alleyway that maybe leads to the back of the house. And I remember that actually the bedroom that my dad had thrown the bats out of was in the back of the house because they were throwing them towards the sea and the beach is on the back of the house. So I go down the little alleyway and I look up, and there on the second story are these giant floor-to-ceiling windows, perfect size to throw bats out of. And there was only one thing to do at that point, which was to go eat some pizza. Thanks so much.